All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Boca Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holritz. It's good to have you here this evening. We're, we're doing a live stream in the evening. It's actually 7 Eastern where I am. And uh, I thought this would be kind of a fun format, try to do something a little bit later in the evening. And I happen uh, to have a guest on the podcast who I'll introduce here in just a little bit, whose schedule worked best for an evening session or an evening show like this. And so we're going to do just that. I'm looking forward to it. If you are listening to this after the fact, we are live streaming all of our Boca podcast episodes. Make sure to follow us at in, or on Instagram at Boca podcast so that you can keep up to date with the next upcoming live streams. And if you are watching or listening live, make sure that you ask questions, comment, send us funny emojis even if you would like to. Feel free to engage. We, we want this to be a group discussion. And one other note here before I introduce our special edition of the Boca podcast tonight, uh, I do want to encourage, continue to encourage you to look for opportunities to give back as I do on a regular basis. On each episode, actually, at the beginning of each episode, I mentioned Charity Water. Charity Water is an organization that I donate to regularly. In fact, I promised our listeners that I would do so before each and every Boca podcast episode. And so I did it again today. You saw the receipt there on the screen. But I, I, I just want to share that for the sake of encouraging you to look for opportunities to give, whether it's in your local community or to national or international organizations. There's so many needs out there, and it's amazing how even just a little bit of money can go a long way. All right. Well, on that note, I want to introduce our special edition of the Boca Podcast this evening. This is a brand position consultation. And I, I just briefly, I'm going to introduce brand position or the concept of brand position to you here before I introduce my guest. I, I told our guest, whose wonderful name, by the way, is Sunshine. I, I was like, you know, I don't want to interrupt or I don't want to, to introduce you and then interrupt you again with another monologue. So just briefly, I want to introduce the concept of brand position before I introduce Sunshine. And brand position very simply is the value proposition that your business represents in your marketplace. If somebody says, what do you offer or what need do you meet? Ideally, you can answer that question with a very simple statement that not only communicates the service that you offer, how it's distinct, uh, and ultimately how it stands out in your marketplace in comparison to those who we might call competition. I know that our industry has really embraced this concept of community over competition, but at the end of the day, a potential client looks at us as just another photographer. We need to be able to stand out amidst all the photographers in our marketplace. And so having a brand position, a clear and distinct brand position and brand position statement enables us to stand out above the rest. Very quickly, excuse me, <laughs> getting very excited here. Uh, benefits of a clear and distinct brand position before I introduce Sunshine this evening. Um, four distinct benefits and enables potential clients to immediately know your unique value proposition, especially if you place it in the right place on your website. We're going to talk more about that here in just a little bit. But that's the first benefit. If somebody comes to your website or they land on your social media profile, they immediately know the benefit uh, or excuse me, <laughs> the UVP that your business offers to that marketplace. But secondly, and as a result of having that message there, plain and obvious right there for them to, to read when they land on your website, when they land on your social media profile. Uh, the second benefit is that it filters irrelevant clients. If they read that position statement, they're like, you know what? I don't, I don't know. This, this person just doesn't line it with what I'm looking for. They can go the other direction. If that statement resonates with them, then naturally they're going to spend a little bit more time on the website and hopefully reach out, maybe set up an appointment and potentially book you as well. The third benefit is that it simplifies and focuses marketing efforts. If you know this big idea that your brand represents, 
then naturally you're going to focus on marketing that message. Everything that you do in your marketing, whatever the platform, whatever way you're marketing to potential clients, it is going to be much more focused because you know the specific and distinct message that your brand is built around. And then as a result, the fourth benefit is that having a clear and distinct brand position statement or brand position, it encourages better time management. How does it encourage better time management? Well, naturally, if you're focused on one thing, if your business is built around this one idea that is your brand position, then you can ignore those things that aren't important. It's so easy to get distracted as business owners, right? This, and this idea and that workshop and this lens and that Lightroom preset and all these different things can potentially distract us. But if we know what it is that we're trying to achieve and what our brand is about, then it's naturally going to help us manage our time more efficiently. We focus on those things that support that brand position and we can ignore the rest. So those are the the benefits of not only a brand position, but a clear and distinct brand position. And I just wanted to share that as an introduction here this evening before I introduce my brand new guest. And I'm going to bring her on with me now. Let me see if I could push the right buttons to do just that. All right, here we go. Sunshine, Sunshine Miller's here with me. Sunshine, thank you for making time. Actually, I should say not only making time, certainly, but also just letting us air this conversation for the sake of everybody. I appreciate you letting us do that. Can you hear me, Sunshine? Are you still there? Um, oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, there we go. I hear you now. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like we have some guests. I have to go full screen here for everybody because you've got some friends in the background. Uh, well, a couple of them are missing yeah. at the moment. Some cats and dogs joining the party this evening. Oh, there's yeah. <laughs> there we have a head picking. <laughs> That's awesome. It's going to be a party tonight. All right. Yeah. But I, I want to keep the conversation going because um, it, we've got a lot to cover here. And as I mentioned to you before we get started, and certainly we'll, we'll kind of dig into this a little bit further, you've already got a pretty strong brand. But if you will, just go ahead and briefly introduce what you do as a photographer um, and, and what you're, the name of your company, where you're based, just briefly to our listeners before we get into this refinement of your brand position. Right. So I'm Natural Sunshine Photography. I'm a Smoky Mountain photographer based in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, I'm mostly just doing families and couples at the moment, a few weddings, but that's not really what I want to do in the future. Sure. Okay. So families, couples, and, and I want to kind of explore what that even means here in just a second, because I know there's, there's so many different directions you can go with family portraiture, couples photography, usually couples photography some, has some type of romantic connotation, potentially leads mm -hmm. to weddings, as you just talked about. Um, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that here in just a second. And mention the marketplace that you're, you're based in one more time. Um, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Gatlinburg, oh. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Okay. So I'm yeah. actually in Chattanooga. You may know this already, but I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee area. Mm -hmm. So I'm only about an hour and a half, maybe two hours from Gatlinburg. Mm -hmm. We've had the opportunity to, to spend a lot of time there over the years, actually. Um, it, it's, it's actually, aside from the like super touristy parts, it's a, one of the most <laughs> yeah. beautiful areas, of course, in the, in the mm -hmm. Smoky Mountains. Uh, in Tennessee. It's absolutely stunning place. So you're super lucky to be able to, to get to photograph there. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually going to pull up your website here really quick, because for those of you that want to go take a look, naturalsunshinephotography.com, just like it sounds, you can see an example or many examples actually of Sunshine's beautiful work. And of course, photographed in these natural, just, just beautiful, beautiful natural scenes. It's really stunning stuff. I do you ever get tired of it? Because it, be, it seems like it'd be hard to. It's so <laughs> stunning. Um, I was born and raised here, so I, I love the mountains. Okay. That's one of my favorite things. So that's why I got the permit to shoot in the park, and that's mainly where all my sessions take place at. 
Well, and yeah, so this is interesting that you bring this up because I was doing a little bit of research yesterday on your, your competition, the other photographers in your marketplace. And I noticed that talking about that permit, that license is a thing. That's like, I, and I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. seen this before in the 20 years or whatever that I've been in the industry. I, I know that, you know, and of course I've had to do this before. You get permission or you get a certificate or whatever mm-hmm. if you have to photograph in this place or that place. But photographers are putting it on their website as though it's like this medal of honor that they have this certificate, this license that they mm-hmm. can actually photograph in the Smoky Mountains National Park. Why is it such a big deal? Right. There's a lot of people photographing in the park and you can only photograph up to like a fourth of a mile up a trail. So there's a lot of people taking people on expeditions in the park oh. and they're not really allowed to. Okay. So a lot of us, I feel like put that in there. So maybe we get in clients' minds that even if they don't pick us, they should ask somebody else if they have the permit just to make sure there was somebody who. Well, I, I just, I'd never seen this before. I mean, it, it's really kind of fascinating to look through all these photographers' websites. And that was like one of the first things mentioned, or you might see a badge on their site. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I found it really interesting. But nonetheless, great that you have the license and great that you have access to these, this kind of beautiful, beautiful scenery. I would eat it up. Some of my favorite, <laughs> most favorite places to photograph engagement sessions in particular was in more natural scene, scenery. I thought it was mm-hmm. just, you know, especially around sunset, you got this gorgeous light and mm-hmm. a big field. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but man, I, I loved it. I think it's yeah. the stuff that's just kind of scrolling across your website, actually, as we're talking here, is, is beautiful. So anyway, props to you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you talked already briefly about the type of photographic services that you offer. So you said you, you shoot the occasional wedding and then couples mm-hmm. and families. So... Mm-hmm. Families is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, you're talking about families of all types, right? Age ranges, big families, small families, et cetera. What does that look yeah, like? Yeah, um, I've shot up to about, I think, 20-person families, and I like to keep it 15 and under. It's just That's why I don't like doing weddings either. I like really small, intimate-type sessions. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. All right, so th- that's that's something to note. By the way, I have a pen here. You may occasionally see me look down mm-hmm. at my notebook. I'm, I'm making a note as we're talking. Um, it looks like you, your sunset is like just gl- making you yeah, glow the, at the moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's fun. Okay. So, but let's, we have the family photography and you said you like to photograph smaller groups, more intimate family mm-hmm. sessions. And then the couples photography, is, is this for any particular, like for engagement sessions specifically, or just any couples that want to be photographed? Um, any couples that want to be photographed. So most of my clientele actually comes from Facebook and the, I love Smoky mountain groups. I'm part of about 20 of those. Okay. So people are always wanting updated pictures, but in the mountains, in the mountains. Got it. Okay. So it, it, it could be for a special occasion. It could be just, they're spending a couple of days there. They want pictures right? specifically for couples. And okay, and then family sessions, and then the weddings—is that mm-hmm. just something you happen to pick up occasionally for some extra cash, or is it how, like how do you get those weddings? Um, I get inquiries through my site, and since we're the second to Las Vegas with weddings, there's so many weddings that happen all the time, and yeah. they're really easy to get. So <laughs> if I just have the time to do it, I'll do it as long as it's smaller. That makes sense. You know, what was interesting to me, I mean, one of the, probably the most popular search phrase in Google, and we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit. I'll, I'll kind of build on this and explain where I'm coming from, but, um, is Gatlinburg or is he Gatlinburg, Tennessee photographer? Is that what it is? Or photographer Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And mm-hmm. what was really interesting to me is, is especially considering how popular weddings are in that, that marketplace was how few photographers were coming out strong as, as wedding photographers in Gatlinburg, like Mm -hmm. that position, that strong position statement. I'm not sure that I actually saw somebody specifically 
like just own that space in that area. Right. Now, th- to be clear, there are certainly some wedding photographers and they, they talk about it, but it, as popular as weddings are, as you said, like second only to Vegas, mm-hmm. it seems like there would be people really trying to own weddings, but I guess they just fall in the laps of photographers if they call themselves a photographer. Mm-hmm. I get about maybe five inquiries a month. Okay. And if they're bigger, I'd, I just don't like to, I like small intimate sessions, so I don't like to have to deal with the big mess of a wedding day. Sure. Now, so you do have elopement on your on your website, I noticed, in the navigation. Mm-hmm. Is that, are you wanting to continue to do elopements or do you really want to try to narrow um, down? I don't know. Hmm. And I know I need to price my elopements probably different than my regular photography because that's how most photographers do it in the area, um, which I'm actually doing an engagement session next weekend that's kind of going to be kind of like an elopement. So I would still like to do that intimate stuff, but as long as it's not more than 10 people. And okay. that's kind of my cutoff. Okay. But really families and couples are, are the focus. And I guess right. to that end, what percentage of your business is families versus couples at this point? I would say 75% family probably. And then 25% couples. But most families, when I do their pictures, they section off into, you know, mom and dad and then whoever is together in their groups. Okay. But nonetheless, families is about 75%, you said. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Um, so we're going to come back to that here in just a little bit. It, what what do you say at this point? I mean, in comparison to the other photographers in your market, makes your work distinct. Is there something that you can kind of just run with? As I do this thing and nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, besides one other person, I think I'm the most true to color, natural photographer in the area. And most okay. people are dark and moody or very light and airy. So I think I'm kind of in the middle, along with one other who I know is not like my competition. I mean, it is competition, but sure. no, one well, who compares close that people yeah. would probably decide between me and her. Yeah. It, you know, it, again, I love the fact that our industry has embraced this community over competition concept. And it's a wonderful thing. I think it should continue. In fact, we were a big part of that. I say we, myself and my business partner, were a big part of that movement years and years ago mm-hmm. when it started to become a thing. Uh, here in the small Chattanooga, Tennessee market, it was funny because we were like, we wanted to make friends with everybody. And mm-hmm. at that time, and this is, I mean, I started about 20 years ago. Um, at that time, it was not a thing. Like photographers mm-hmm. were they're like, wait a minute, who are these people? And wh- why are they charging these prices? And, you know, our mm-hmm. style was different. And um, so we had to kind of work to, to break into some of those friendships. But now, of course, it's a normal thing. I think it's wonderful. But the reality that we have to remember, and by the way, a lot of the things I'm going to say today aren't necessarily directed at you specifically. You may know some of these things, but for our listeners and viewers as well, what we have to keep in mind is is the competition or the so-called competition in our marketplace. They are just that in the sense that they are competing for our potential client's attention. And so we just have to figure out how to grab the attention of our potential client. And in that sense, they are competition. I know that most of us don't have any you know, ill will or ill feelings or whatever. We're going to get together and have coffee with other photographers. Um, I think that's great. But we also have to keep in mind that, that potential clients are going to see us uh, a little bit differently than that. So all that to say, as far as the, the look and feel of your images, which by the way, as I pulled up in, in your website here, in fact, I'll, I'll do it really quickly again, um, are definitely warm very, very much like the true to life colors, but this vibrant, it feels really good um, to, to look at them in that sense, like just really warm and friendly. I mean, and of course, great emotion from your, your subjects as well. But it's the processing isn't over the top. And I think that's great. Um, I'll go ahead and throw this caveat in though, since we're talking about it right now, it's, it's a little tough to run on a position statement for the long haul. 
um, and especially as it relates to search engine optimization, SEO, and thinking about what clients are actually searching for, it's tough to run on an editing style. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, there's no question that, that you know, dark and moody, light and airy, we see all these trends kind of come through our industry. How long have you been shooting now, Sunshine? Um, since December 19. Okay, no, so you just long. got started. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is which is brilliant. I, I love it, and you're going for it. I mean, your yeah. work is, is stunning. So, I mean, you've obviously got a thing for this. But when 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 you look at the industry, and I and I have been in it for about 20 years, I've seen trends come and go. And because trends come and go, if we try to build a brand position around an editing style, which literally next year could go out the door, like next year it may not be popular anymore. Next year you may want to change it. I think back to, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, re- I still remember this time really specifically. I sat down in my, my studio space, my office area that I would meet with clients in and pulled up, picked up an engagement album that I had sitting on the table, a coffee table that, that clients would come in and look at. And I started flipping through that album one day and I was like, Oh my word, this is like, this is bad. This is really bad because I, I had used on this particular album, I had used um, uh, what was at the time known as Lomo effect. So we, we, I think a lot of people may know what a Lomo or Lomography is, a Lomo camera. And it creates this kind of weird cross-process vignette effect on the images. But I had applied that effect on at least some of the images in this album. And now we, here we were a year or two later and it looked terrible, right? Because I had a different perspective and the market was doing different things. So all that to say, a lot of photographers put a lot of weight and emphasis in, on style, and there's something to be said for it. At the very least, it's fun. Uh, I love going to Lightroom and applying different presets, and, and it certainly is important to come up with a consistent look. But at the end of the day, building a position on a style is tough for two reasons. One, because trends come and go. And number two, potential clients, they don't have the same eyes that we do when they're looking at, at our work. They may look at an image and say, oh, that's beautiful. They can't point out why. And they're not going to be like, oh, man, the, I, I just love the, the saturation and the greens and the blues there. And, oh, I noticed that beautiful vignette around the outside. And, oh, I, I love the way that that, you know, that, that 1.8 lens is just blowing the background out. They, they're, not, they're not thinking the way that we do, right? That's all stuff that we think and talk about. It's not as important to the client. So all that to say, building a, a, a brand around a style, I don't think is a very strong way to go for the long haul because of those two elements. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Right. And, and again, to be clear, you back up what you say, which, which I think is brilliant. A lot of photographers, they'll have a statement on their site and, and then images don't match the statement. You're like, uh, you said this, but you're doing this. You know, uh, photographers will talk about being documentary photographers, for example. Mm-hmm. And then they have all these posed pictures on their site and you're like, wait, but you said you were a documentary photographer. So your imagery backs up the statement that you currently have on your site, which I'll, I'll just jump back to really quick capturing genuine moments naturally. I mean, you're doing exactly that. And again, many photographers, if they even have a statement above the fold on the homepage of their site, the way that that you do, it doesn't match up with the images. So you're rocking that. You're absolutely rocking it. But the only thing that I would push back on is just what's going to happen over the long run. And so it might be Mm -hmm. reason to think about adjusting the direction that you're going as far as brand position um, for that particular reason. We want sustainability, right? We want to kind of, we want to go beyond the trends, whatever is trendy in the moment, because you never know, even next year, you may be like, you know what, that warm, that warm vibe, the the true to life vibe that I was applying to my images, I'm not really feeling anymore. I want to go this direction. Mm -hmm. Are you going to have to change your brand at that point? Um, We want something that's sustainable, if, if, if that makes sense. Right. Okay, cool. So we'll, we'll leave that alone for now. Uh, we'll come back to it. And by the way, I, I think it's great that you have all these pets in the background, just like hanging out with us. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm child free. So I just have 
pets. You've got to see. We have two dogs and two cats. Two dogs and four cats. Four cats. Okay. <laughs> the the fourth was an accident. I found her on the side of the road. Actually, when I was going to shoot my anniversary shoot for myself and my husband. Okay. So I'm kind oh, of black oh, cat. We got a visitor. Who is this? This is Kiza. He's our second oldest. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love yeah. it. All right. Well, let's keep going because we have limited time. Oh, hello. Well, we got those big green eyes. <laughs> yeah. Can you I go love somewhere, it. sir? Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we talked a little bit about the, the, the style, kind of what makes you unique right now. And by the way, the other thing I want to say, in, in addition to the fact that your, your work backs up the brand statement or the position statement that you currently have in your site. And it is warm. It's wonderfully warm and friendly and, and just appealing. I, I love looking at it. Um, in addition to that, your, your style does stand out amidst your competition. There are other, I mean, again, having spent quite a bit of time looking through seven pages, eight pages uh, worth of, <laughs> There's of, a lot of, <laughs> of yeah. Google results. Yeah, I know that was only some of them. There, I'm mm-hmm. sure there were many more, uh, but I saw a lot of photographers and your work does stand out in that way. The caveat, again, going back to what I said, is that we, I can see that I'm a photographer. You mm-hmm. can see that you're a photographer. Most of these clients, they may notice little differences here and there, but they don't have the eye so much that we do. We just have to keep that in mind when we're thinking about how we're positioning ourselves. All right. So continuing on, talk to me about your target customer's biggest pain points. And actually, before we even do that, who is your target customer? How would you describe your target customer? People who are here on vacation to have fun. Okay. I don't really like very strict people because I'm not like <laughs> a strict person. I like to have fun during a shoot. Okay. So, what does that What does that mean? Like, what does it look like that you're not strict? I don't like. I don't pose. I mean, you pose people, but then I we always do the walk silly and just depending on the person depends on how I joke around with them, and that's how I get most of my emotion. That makes sense. Okay. So if they're yeah. fun and they can joke around a little bit, yep. Then that's kind of my person. <laughs> Okay, cool. So people are visiting. They like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your target mu- uh, target market or target customer. Mm-hmm. And and would you say that then that most of, I mean, I know you just said this. I just want to clarify. Most of your clients are visiting. They're not local residents? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I don't, there's not a lot of local residents that um, actually pay for pictures because most of them have a photographer friend in the area. Yeah, that makes sense. So, it, Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know though, because now we know a very specific target market, the the people that you're going to be talking to. And that's cool. And you want people that, that want a fun session, which is also good Mm -hmm. to know too, because not everybody is that vibe. Uh, (laughs) I still remember, do we have animals sneezing in the background? Is that the, we do. That's the husky. (laughs) Okay. No, I could just think back to, I certainly, I had a wide variety of clients over the years and not everybody was up for fun. So I, I love that you're shooting for that. And that mm-hmm. might actually be something that you can work into the messaging as well. But what would you say your, those target customers, what is their biggest pain point? And just to give caveat or context rather for you and those that are listening and watching, it's important to understand the pain point of our target customers so that the position statement speaks to that. The goal with the position statement is that you tell that potential client, I've got your back. I've got you. I'm going to take care of this need or this desire that you have. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Okay. So what would you say your target customer's biggest pain points are? Um, finding time on their vacation for a session because most people don't want to spend two hours in a session oh. when they're here. Okay. Most of my sessions are booked on my mini or my 40 minute sessions, mm. which is like my middle. I only offer up to an hour. 
and I've only had a few people do the hour because most of the kids can't handle sitting around for an hour or two for sessions. That makes sense. Okay. So speed is an element. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think maybe we're going to get to this here in just a little bit, but I think I saw that you mentioned that your turnaround time and delivery for the images is also fast, right? Yeah. Most of my, um, gallery deliveries within 48 hours. Of That's incredible. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, I, it, I mean that back, I'm just curious as a photographer and also the editing company owner, like how do you, so how many images do you walk away with from a session usually? Um, a 40 minute session, probably I, I, I overshoot and it's a problem that I have, um, probably about 200 and then I run everything through after shoot, which calls them mm-hmm. and does all that and takes out the blurry ones. Mm-hmm. And then I edit from my own preset that I developed from partially from Jared Poland's presets. Okay. And then I just adjust the temperature and exposure since I already pretty much have my style nailed down. It doesn't take me that long to edit. Okay. And then are you just posting those to it to an online gallery or how are you delivering them? Yeah, I use Pixie Set to host my site and cool. my gallery. Okay. Shout out to Pixie Set. My my um longtime friend Ross Tanner just began working over there. Ross is a good guy. But Pixie Set's but that's it's gotta be what one of the top three galleries in, in the industry mm-hmm. at this point. Super popular. Yeah, and okay. their their customer service is really nice too. Oh, that's, that's good I like to about know. them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So speed is a is a really important element here, and that might be something that we can build into the messaging. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Any other potential pain points aside from time or the importance of speed? Not that I can think of. Okay. Honestly. That's fair enough. No, that's great. Uh, okay. So then, so obviously that, that pain point or those pain points are something that we want to speak to with a position statement. But then the other thing that we need to think about too, because we're talking about building a brand position, literally, at least from my perspective, everything in your business should center around the brand position. Your business is built around this, this message and then ultimately this particular service, the style of service. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that that brand position is a, an accurate reflection of what your goals are as an individual, as a photographer, what, what it is you're trying to build, like why you even started a photography business in the first place. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure this brand position supports that, right? So to that end, what would you see would be the, first, like the, the top, I don't know, two or three reasons why you started a photography business? Um, so up until about six months, I was working in law enforcement, which is the correction side. Okay. Um, and I started photography and then it kind of picked up more than I thought it would, hmm. but kind of transitions to a Monday through Friday weekends off kind of job. Okay. And then I started building upon that. And I think at this point, um, I've bought my like new camera and stuff. So now I just want to pay off some debt and hopefully go full time if I can, That's you know, really I'm doing cool. like way better than I thought I was going to do in the first place though. So how many sessions do you want to shoot a week ultimately? Like what does going full time look like for you? Um, I've done my cost of doing business. I think it was cool. um like if I was doing it full time, it'd be three or four days a week because I've adjusted my prices July first, reflect the prices I would be doing possibly if I was doing full time. Sure. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's a very achievable goal too, especially working in the market that you do. You've got such wonderful access to to the tourist industry and mm-hmm. with the way things are opening back up and picking back up and people are traveling. Yeah. I think, I think there's really wonderful opportunity there. So that's great. Mm-hmm. 
So would you say at this point then, and, and let me actually jump back to your site again, because I, 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 have to, I have to give you props because as I mentioned earlier, you've got this position statement already. You already have one. A lot of photographers don't even have one to begin with. Mm-hmm. But then secondly, you have it there prominently above the fold. And for anybody listening in or watching who doesn't know, above the fold just simply means that whatever exists above this line here, I don't have to scroll to see it. This line at the bottom of my browser, that is the fold. And if I have to scroll to find that text, obviously it's going to be problematic. We want somebody to be able to see that position statement immediately when they land on the site. And Sunshine, I think you've done this maybe better than anybody that we've had on on these particular (laughs) episodes. It's just, it's right there. And you are using a script font, which a lot of times doesn't work. In this case, it, it is an, uh, I guess, an easy enough script font, and the, the font is large enough that it can mm-hmm. be read. So it, it works, but it's above the fold. That's really great. Capturing genuine moments naturally. Are you wanting to go a different direction as far as the position statement goes? Are you wanting to shift your business? What's, what's the reasoning for the conversation today? Maybe expand upon it, because I think our market that I'm in right now is so broad that maybe it is hard to stand out because, like you said, on the Google search, uh, there's so many photographers and great ones, too, mm. in the area who are doing the same thing. So I, I want to find my standing out. And when you say they're doing the same thing, uh, they're doing professional photography, the same thing. What do you mean by the same thing? Yeah, we're all shooting in the Smoky Mountains. There's so many people that have permits to shoot okay. in the mountains. So. Okay. Is that like a, is that a public list? Are you able to get on and see who has one? I think you can, and I know the park rangers keep an updated list with them mm-hmm. at all the time. Yeah. Because if you're shooting in the park, and then a ranger comes up to you and you don't have a permit, it's a fine. It's a federal fine. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you need to have a permit, and then we had to actually register to get our EIN from the IRS. Yeah. And I have to get insurance, so I'm <laughs> like fully there. <laughs> that's yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I, I'm glad you're doing it right, but it's that's just fascinating to me how serious <laughs> that that area is about these, these it permits. Is. Yeah, it's, and the lady who. I guess controls it, takes it very seriously. She'll send out periodic emails like if certain places are being overused or they notice that people are going off trail a little bit, they'll send out emails warning everybody. So they take it pretty serious. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, at least at least you got your bases covered in that regard. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I want to do then is, speaking of those other photographers in your area, let's take a look and see what it is that they're saying um, regarding their position statement, if, if, even if they, or if they even say anything about it. And, you know, part of the way that, that we determine what direction to go, it's one thing to say as an individual or as a photographer, I like such and such, you know, a lot of, in fact, a lot of photographers do this. There, a lot of photographers as they're either getting ready to start a business or maybe are into their business, but trying to figure out what to do next. They, they have a hard time making a decision about what to do. And, a lot of times I think they overcomplicate it because they make it about how they feel versus simply looking at the market. Now, we don't have to be either or. We could take both into consideration, but it would be much easier if we just simply look at the marketplace. What are our what is our competition saying? What are our competitors saying? What are the photog- what services are they offering? If they offer a service similar to mine, are they how are they communicating that service to somebody? Are they using particular words? What we want to do is develop awareness of what's going on number one, just simply awareness. But then secondly, we want to position ourselves in contrast to them or in distinction to them. A lot of photographers kind of copy and paste, unfortunately. They're just used to seeing these words, so they use a lot of the same words. They use a lot of the same Photoshop action or Lightroom presets or you know, a lot of the same copy and text. A lot of, a lot of the same words, I will say, a lot of the same copy. And I'll read some of the examples here in just a little bit. 
But the goal here is to become aware of what others in our marketplace are doing and then do something different. And that's the goal. So as a photographer, like right now, if I were to start a wedding photography business here in the Chattanooga market, um, I know what brand position I would run with. Not because I just randomly made something up, but because I know the opportunity exists based on my awareness of what the rest of the market is doing. I know the messaging. I'm familiar with the messaging that most of them are using. And so I can easily come out with a position statement, a message, and ultimately marketing efforts that are going to make me stand out because they're unique. They stand in contrast to the marketplace. So in order to do that, I mentioned Google earlier. I, I Googled a couple of different um, phrases based at least partially on the feedback that you gave me. You told me mm-hmm. what you were searching. Um, let, me, let me actually pull these up. And of course, we're not going to mention any business names tonight, not trying to throw anybody under the bus. Uh, but I, I did want to, I, I actually typed out some of the examples that I saw. And, and speaking of this license that everybody is so obsessed with, <laughs> uh, I did a search. First of all, I did a search. And you know what? Actually, let me, I, what I will do is I'll pull this up because this is kind of interesting. And this might be helpful to you, Sunshine, as well um, in your ongoing research, not just in a conversation tonight or in the next couple of days mm-hmm. as you're thinking about your position statement, but tools that you can use to develop awareness of your marketplace and thinking about SEO as well. Um, there is a tool actually called Keywords Everywhere. And I've mentioned this in the past. Keywords Everywhere. This is a browser extension or a plugin that I'm using on Google Chrome. I use Google Chrome. And Keywords Everywhere is the name of it. It's free. Um, there are there's certain functionality that you ultimately do have to pay for. But Keywords Everywhere is interesting. When I do a search for Smoky Mountain Photographer, it shows me an average or, or a rough estimate of about 260 searches a month for that particular phrase. Um, in contrast to Photographers Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is 590 a month that are searching that particular phrase. Now, by the way, the reason that I know that is this additional tool over here on this side, uh, this browser related keywords, again, from keywords everywhere, and it shows related keywords or related key phrases and the, the estimate of the volume that those particular key phrases are getting. So photographers in Gatlinburg got number one, Gatlinburg photographers, uh, number two, and then Pigeon Forge photographers was underneath that. And then there's some others that kind of trickle off of that. But that's just a really great little tool, and I'd highly recommend it for, for yourself as well as others listening in, and I think you'll, you'll find that super helpful. But let me actually jump to um, some, of these, <laughs> some of these position statements, and I won't read through all of them. I don't want to make you sit through it, nor do I want anybody else to have to sit well, through I've it. I probably read through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you may have. Um, yeah. So, But just, I, we were talking about that license. The fir- literally, mm-hmm. the first one that I came to um, and th- by the way, these are organic results. I don't click on any of the paid ads um, to see the results, largely because I don't want the photographers to have to pay for me clicking through their ads. Um, but I, what I want to see is what are what your potential clients are going to organically find in a Google search mm-hmm. result. So the first thing that popped up or the first statement, a team of licensed Smoky Mountain photographers. Like that was the position <laughs> statement. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this, yep. is, this must be like super, super important <laughs> that they act, their position statement is about the license. Okay. Um, the next one was simple, romantic, beautiful. And we talk about using words that are kind of cliche and overused. Ultimately, it's the last thing that we want to do. It's not going to make us stand out as photographers. So um, certainly, I mean, you, I know that you're focused both on families and couples, but you, we'd want to try to avoid using um, at least romantic and beautiful are kind of cliche at this point. Mm-hmm. Don't want to overuse them. Experience and take home a piece of the Smoky Mountains was another one. And I get what they're saying. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't give me a clear picture of what it is that the photographer mm-hmm. does, but this is a nice idea. Wedding and special event experts. 
Uh, another person said here at, and of course the name of their photography business, we provide many services, photography, wedding planning, web design, and other, they literally said, and other stuff. <laughs> Again, not going to throw any business under the bus here, but I thought the actual statement was hilarious because we talk, I mean, obviously brand position is all about specialization. This is about the, the most opposite from specializing, uh, specializing that you can get. Uh, naturally that's not going to be a really strong position statement, focusing on true color and real emotion. I provide inspired couples, a welcoming, memorable photography experience with empathy and imagination. Now this is an interesting statement for multiple reasons. Um, they are certainly using very colorful language, which is wonderful, mm -hmm. right? I mean, somebody reads that it's not that the words themselves aren't too hard to understand. We have to think about using words that are going to resonate with our potential clients most easily, right? They don't, they don't, they don't need to sit and analyze. What do they mean by this word? using words that have, you know, multiple meetings, depending on the context, we don't need that. We need to be really, really straightforward, really simple, really clear. They're doing that pretty well here, but it's also very colorful language, which is great, but focusing on true color and real emotion, what does, and, and this is just kind of a theoretical conversation. What is true color? What does that mean to a potential client? What is real emotion? So you mean the emotion that I just expressed when I talked to you, that was, was that real or was that fake? Um, what does true color mean? Is this color true or is this true color true? Is that color fake or is that color real? These are words that, that kind of potentially confuse the client. If they even pause for a split second to think about it, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So yeah. we, we want to make sure that we're using messaging that's super clear. And again, you've already done that quite well with your current position statement. So you, you seem to have a good grasp on this, but for the sake of conversation, I just wanted to point that out. Just a couple of more. Um, I, I won't read through every one of these images that capture the heart and soul of the great smoky mountains. I get it. Um, I don't know what the heart and soul of the Great Smoky Mountains look like. And so for somebody coming from out of state or out of town to visit and they want to hire a photographer, it's not, that's a very vague idea. It's very grandiose yeah. and it sounds nice, but it's vague. We want something very straightforward, very specific. Uh, this other person said specializing in family photography, family reunion photography, high school seniors, cabin and commercial real estate photography, stage and show photography. Again, a wide range, right? And we're not specializing, which is a problem. Uh, now, here's one that was interesting. That's interesting to me. This person literally said pricing, or I think maybe they introduced with their name or something like that. And then pricing mm -hmm. starting at 350, all images included, print anywhere. Okay. So they are communicating a pr pretty clear value proposition to me. It's relatively inexpensive. They can get all their pictures and they can print anywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, is that a strong position statement? I, I don't think so because it doesn't give me a clear distinction between this person and, and others um, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. But what it does communicate is a pretty strong value proposition. And for somebody who's looking for a reasonable rate and they want access to those images and do whatever they want to with them. So it's, it's not, it's not terrible. It's kind of interesting to me because I, I will say uh, most photographers don't run on price. If you're going to run on price, you, you got to go all in. It's tough. It's tough to compete mm -hmm. at a lower price. Um, but for somebody like this to come out and say, Hey, you know what? This is my price point. All the images are included. You can print your images. You can take them, do anything, you, anything you want with them. That's pretty compelling. So just kind of an interesting, um, idea to throw out there, not encouraging you to do it per se, but just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Smoky mountain vacation photographers and experience like no other capture the memories you make during Gatlinburg getaway, um, storytellers. I'm just scrolling through here. Now, here's, the, here's what's interesting. This is seven pages. I looked on the organic Google map results. I looked on just the regular mm -hmm. search results. The only, and I'm just looking through the rest of the, yeah, the only ones um, 
that even said the word or the phrase family photographer, I think there was only one. Maybe two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like one here as I'm just scrolling through these. Mm-hmm. So you're in a really interesting position. I also don't see anybody talking about couples. Now, there was you know one or two about, um, about romance, and then there was another, let's see, one, two, maybe three or four about wedding photography. Again, I'm surprised, mm-hmm. Gatlinburg being such a wedding hub, that there wasn't more specific language because mm-hmm. there's some there's a massive opportunity um, for somebody that wanted to specialize in weddings that to right. hire a really great SEO company to literally own that market if they wanted to mm-hmm. because there's there's not a lot of strong stuff going on there as far as messaging and and it seems SEO is concerned so right. just a little side note there so I, I guess I'm I'm kind of curious to get your take before we talk about kind of what direction you might go with mm-hmm. a position statement what are your initial thoughts just hearing some of those. And I, I know I didn't read through all of them, but what, what's kind of your initial impression? I guess I didn't realize that people weren't mentioning family and couples, but it makes sense. Cause I know when I did my research, obviously through Google, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people specialize, but don't specialize. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot of real estate photography and just random stuff in with mm-hmm. it. And when you get into some of these groups that I'm trying to advertise in, that's the thing there is they have a website for like, they are a DJ, event planner, and a portrait photographer all in like one website. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Are you, I mean, this, the majority of your business is families right now. Mm-hmm. This is just kind of hypothetical again. What if you were to just go all families? Do you feel like you'd miss out by not photographing couples and just focus like going all in and being like Gatlinburg's or Smoky Mountain's premier mm-hmm. family photographer, like just that being your thing? No, because I think I would still get those shots that I needed for couples, hmm. you know, cause you used to, I still section off like mom and dad and have them oh, do sure. like the kissing and the romantic shots too. Yeah. And just like elopements, I keep that on my website, even though I don't have prices for it and I still get inquiries for it. So interesting. Okay. The only reason I'm, and I tend to be a bit of a simplicity freak here, and I think it's important, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to position statement that we do specialize. It makes it a lot easier, right? If we're not having to juggle two different messages, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that because of the, the messaging is so weak for the most part, um, that there are certainly exceptions, but as I'm looking through your competition and I know I didn't read all the options here, especially for those that are just listening or, or watching online right now, but there, there are not very many. I mean, here's another one, photographer, writer, lecturer, and outdoor adventurer. Talk about, a, again, a wide range, right? Um, and, and they may not be trying to commit, compete with, with full-time commercial photographers. I'm not sure, but there's just... There was, there was a, a wide variety, but nobody's owning the family space. Like nobody's mm-hmm. truly owning family photography and Gatlinburg. And uh, shout out, by the way, to um, fuel your photos. And I'm going to actually pull this up uh, because, Sunshine, you might even want to take advantage of this. I'm pulling this up here really quick. Uh, my friend, Corey Potter, who's actually done quite a bit of help uh, for us at Photographers Edit with SEO work. And we're also applying what we've learned from him to, to other brands as well. Uh, but fuel your photos. And we've, we've had Corey actually on um, the podcast some time ago. We can even link to those at, or to the episode in the, um, the show notes at bocapodcast.com. But yeah, Corey and Dylan actually both came on the show. Corey, we've been working with specifically. Uh, if you were to, to work with Corey, for example, um, or Corey and Dylan to build out that your, your SEO mm-hmm. efforts, especially specifically as it relates to family photography in that market, there could mm-hmm. be a really interesting opportunity to just right. really own that. Um, yeah, I watched the episode with both of them in it. I need, I know I need to do oh, SEO. Okay, so cool. 
Yeah, yeah, I watched that episode. I know I need really need to do SEO work. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And and one of the things that, you know, what we found, uh, and I was actually just chatting with Corey earlier today too, uh, and we were having a similar conversation, but what's really interesting about <laughs> SEO, it seems like in many cases, is that the things that need to change or that need to happen are, they surprisingly take, well, I guess relative to the impact that they make, relatively little effort. Sometimes it's just a few key things that we're not doing quite right, and then once you make those changes, the impact is massive. And we've seen this. I mean, firsthand, I've seen this even in recent months. It's really, really incredible. Uh, so I would highly recommend reaching out to those guys. And, and I can mm-hmm. give you some more direct um, contact info. For anybody who's listening or watching, though, just make sure you, you actually go to feelyourphotos.com. Um, they've got an SEO course. And, and then those that actually take the SEO course um, get a, a discount uh, on their consulting services as well, the, the one-on-one consulting services. So it just I highly want to recommend those guys. It's tough finding um, good SEO resources because there's so many people that are doing it. And you want mm-hmm. reliable information. You want to be, work with reliable individuals as well. And I, I just I, I can't recommend Corey um, and Dylan there at Feel Your Photos enough. So little plug for them. They certainly didn't ask for it, but we just had some really great results. And it's and especially in the position that you're in right now, Sunshine, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you could really, really come out and own that marketplace, especially as it relates to family mm-hmm. photography. And to that end, let me just kind of keep the conversation going here um, as we're getting close to the hour mark. One of the ways, and let me just, I'll, I'll list a few ways that you can actually create a little bit more of a distinct brand position or establish a clear and distinct brand position. And, and of course, not just for your sake, but for everybody's listening in and watching. The first thing to do is to be the fir- first to own a position. So I mentioned this earlier, actually, as an idea. Nobody's really owning the wedding photography space. If somebody were to come out and say, you know, I am Gatlinburg's premier wedding photographer, like you land on their site and that's what they saw. And then, by the way, you can't just make a statement. You have to follow through on that. And now they've got to work their butt off to, to actually back up that statement. But, you know, and of course, that would come as a result of, of a variety of efforts, both marketing directly to clients, but also working with businesses in the area and developing relationships. There'd be a lot there. But if somebody were to actually come out and own that space, oh my word, again, being only second, second only to, to Vegas, incredible opportunity. But you got to actually be the first person to own that and then back it up. Secondly, to offer a service that doesn't exist. Now, in your situation, of course, you already know what genre you're going after, and there's obviously opportunity to do so. But for a photographer who's just getting started, they might look for, in the market that they're in, if they see that there's a particular service not being offered, they could go that direction. So that's the second way to establish a clear and distinct brand position. Third would be to offer a variation of a service. And then fourth would be to name, name a target market. So I might say, uh, I'm a Chattanooga wedding photographer. That doesn't make me distinct. But if I'm a Chattanooga wedding photographer for skateboarders, now I'm, now I'm creating distinction because I am specifically building my business to serve a particular segment of the market. Now, I think you're in an interesting position to do number one, which is to be the first to own a position. Very much like we were talking about with wedding photography, you could be the family photographer in that area. Sure, there are others who offer that service. But Mm -hmm. at this point, based on the research, and by the way, people are coming in from out of town. How are they finding a photographer? They're looking online. So they're looking Mm -hmm. through the same thing that you and I have, and nobody's owning that family photography space right now. There's incredible opportunity to do just that. So it's that number one, it's that being the first to own the position in the area and then back up that message with not only your work, but the service, the experience, mm-hmm. um, I think is really interesting. By the way, for the sake of, well, and I'll just leave it at that. Any thoughts on that initially? No. Yeah. I think that's, 
I probably should go that way. Because <laughs> I am wanting, I think, to go full time, obviously, if I can financially <laughs> be ready to, yeah. you know. And by the way, I don't think... Right, right now you're not ranking. So on on the search under Gatlinburg photographer, I did yeah. a I, well, no, but so so hear yeah. me out though. Gatlinburg photographer did a search, and you came up. Um, I think you were maybe on the first page, maybe the second second page. On the mm-hmm. uh, on the other search, the Smoky Mountain photographer, I, I didn't see you on those first three three or four. No, pages that's or so. pretty cluttered. Yeah, and I think part of it has to do with. I obviously live in Gatlinburg, so the only way to verify a Google address is having it sent to a mailbox, and I obviously don't want my home address <laughs> listed on Google. Sure. So I kind of had to mark my service areas, and I think that's also a reason why it's not ranking me at all. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I certainly don't claim to be an SEO expert, so I'm going to defer to Corey and, and Dylan over <laughs> at Future Photos. And, and again, they didn't ask me to plug them. Um, I want to because I've had such a good experience with them. But all that to say, I would suggest reaching out to them, Sunshine, because mm-hmm. they could probably actively help you rank more easily. And it may take a little bit of time, a little bit of work, certainly. But mm-hmm. um, I think there's really great opportunity there because I don't know that you have super strong competition when it comes to SEO. And if they can help you with your SEO... And then you back up that that service, of course, with an incredible experience, which, by the way, is highlighted by that quick turnaround time. Um, now you can also tie into Google and get the get the reviews in addition to whatever reviews you might be getting on Yelp. And people are going to be searching and looking for those kinds of reviews. Right. And you're going to come to the top. I mean, 48 hour turnaround time. Somebody's in town for you know a weekend or they're in town for a week for vacation. Mm-hmm. And they can have a session and get the photos back at the time that they're there. That's and they can post it on Facebook. That, that was my Facebook. kind of forty eight yeah. hours. Is most people want to share their vacation so they can get all their edited, all their images edited in between that time. Most people love it. So yeah. well, and here's here's what's in, okay. So let's let's get back to a position statement, and I'm just going to go ahead and make a a suggestion or two if, if you're mm-hmm. if you're open to it. Yeah, um, you could start with something and. So a couple of different things. One, we do want to think about the marketplace that you're calling out and the keywords that you're using as it relates to that marketplace. There seems to be a bigger search volume for Gatlinburg, but then Smoky Mountains, as you said, is a pretty cluttered space as well. There are plenty of people that are going there. So mm-hmm. again, this might be some help that that um, the guys over at Feel Your Photos can help, it, something that they can do to help you mm-hmm. um, narrow down which keywords and key phrases are going to be most relevant to use. And this is going to then ultimately, it's the interesting thing about a position statement is you can communicate what it is that you offer and use that. And that certainly will play into your SEO efforts, but they can also help you build, you know, subtext and write additional copy that will help prop you up as well. So we don't have to try to fit every keyword and every key (laughs) phrase in your position statement. There's no need to do that. We want to, at the very least, communicate what service you offer, how it's different from other people. And it potentially call out the marketplace. So you can start with something as simple as Gatlinburg's premier family photographer, just as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we say premier, you know, we're, you're theoretically, just conversationally here, if we say mm-hmm. premier, you're, you're saying, hey, I'm number one. I'm it. Like, if you want family photography in Gatlinburg, I'm the person you come to. And I think it's, honestly, I like, I like, taking a leap and then building my wings on the way down a lot of times. <laughs> I'm a little crazy like that, but it's, it's kind of fun to set that out there and then mm-hmm. reach to it to make it happen. Right. You, I don't, your, your photographic talent is obvious. It speaks for itself on your website. Truly beautiful work, classic work too, by the way, I, I love that it's not over-processed and it's not some crazy trendy mm-hmm. looking thing. It's just beautiful work. So it's really well done. But now you get, if, if you're to make a statement like that, you, you put mm-hmm. that out there and then you back it up. 
And um, so that's just something interesting to consider. You could go with something mm-hmm. very simply like um, Gatlinburg's family photographer. You don't have to put premiere in there. You can just say, I am the family right. photographer of Gatlinburg or I'm Smoky Mountain's family photographer. I it's 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 gutsy. Like go out there and just mm-hmm. call it as it is and then back it up with the service and the experience. Right. I think it's something to do. Uh, you could say Gatlinburg or Smoky Mountain's family portrait photographer. Get a little bit more specific. Thinking about keywords as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, portrait photography for Gatlinburg couples and families. And again, don't don't um, write this in stone. It could be Gatlinburg or Smoky Mountains, interchangeable potentially. Right. Something you also might talk about with the SEO specialist. Heartwarming. If you want to talk about being warm, because it, it, your your work really mm-hmm. is heartwarming. Portrait photography for couples and families in Smoky Mountains. Another example. So those are just a few examples, and you could kind of mix and match words, and you know, put one here and move it over here, and do this thing. Mm-hmm. But all you're really doing is calling in a marketplace and the service that you're owning, and then you got to go own it. And it's really as simple as that. And again, part of the reason that you can do that here is that you just don't have competition when it comes to strong strong brand position messages. Number one, not a ton of competition, mm-hmm. just in general. But then certainly when it comes to family photography, I'm I'm blown away actually at how weak the messaging is as it relates to that. You mm-hmm. could you could jump in that space and own it. And again, you get some help with the SEO just to back that up. And then add in as subtext, 48-hour turnaround time. Oh, my word. I mean, what a massive <laughs> value proposition. Right. And you could work that into the messaging somewhere. But this is a great example of where, as photographers, we don't need to make it cute. We don't need to make it pretty. We don't need to try to you know, make them have goosebumps with the words that we're using. We're just being really straightforward saying, this is a service that I offer, where I offer it, why it's different if need be. In this case, you don't even need to say why it's different because nobody's really standing on this, this hill of, I am the Smoky Mountain family photographer. I'm mm-hmm. Gatlinburg's family photographer. You can own that space and you can absolutely go full-time owning that space. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, I know I need to work on my SEO and stuff, which I've done all that. Like everything I've done so far has just been by myself. So I'm at the point that like, which is why I reached out with the brand consultation because I asked my husband, I was like, I think I need someone else to like look at it who's experienced because my husband knows nothing about photography. He does what he can to help sure. me. But <laughs> Sure, sure. Well, I, it's this is, of course, is just as one person's perspective, but I've, I've been in the industry a long time and certainly I've spent a lot of time on around this topic the last two or three years. And I think you're just looking again at your local marketplace. There's really great opportunity just to be really simple, straightforward, simple, call it what it is, and then just own that space. And again, if you get some help mm-hmm. with Air SEO and you start, you start ranking for that, and now families coming to vacation, they're seeing you on that first page, they're landing on your site, mm-hmm. immediately they're going to be booking you. No question, because the, the work is beautiful. It's classic. It's, it's going to be something that they want. And you can certainly speak to... I'm going to always encourage that you don't use a ton of copy. Um, there is a balance to be had, of course, as it relates to SEO. But you can communicate the fast turnaround time and really fun experience into mm-hmm. s- some kind of sub subtext under that brand position statement. Mm-hmm. And and that, that wouldn't be difficult to do. But starting with that really simple position statement and owning that family space, I think is a great place to go. If you wanted to add a couple's piece to it, you know, doing something like portrait photography for couples and families in mm-hmm. Gatlinburg or in the Smoky Mountains, you could go that route too. But couples and families, um, I don't know. If, if you're not, if there's not some kind of emotional tie to photographing couples, I think the biggest opportunity or one of the biggest opportunities comes from really specializing. Um, now, experimentation here, not a bad thing either. 
And um, it, again, talking to Corey and Dylan, they may give you some, some direction as far as the specificity and whether or not to use two different images, whether or not you can mm-hmm. rank for, for both. Um, I, I tend to go the direction of simplicity and focusing on one thing. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you'd still get a ton of business going the couple's route, then, then fitting that in is fine. But at, for a potential client who lands on your site, if they immediately know you're the family photographer, and then you build the whole mm-hmm. experience and the SEO and everything up around that, I think you're going to be in a really great place, especially right. knowing that you're already getting the majority of your business from families. Yeah, I think my last five sessions have been families. Mm-hmm. So, and they've all been um, in the mountains too, like actual Smoky Mountain sessions. So, Now, I'll throw this out as a caveat. If, if you create a brand that's focused on families and you want to, mm-hmm. you want to just, you're like, you know what, this is taking off. I want to do this. And maybe you want to take on associate photographers. There's opportunity right now. Again, just looking at your competition right? to create a, a whole separate brand for couples. You could have this whole separate mm-hmm. brand that was geared toward, you know, couples engagement photography, just portrait photography, mm-hmm. um, elopements, weddings, hire another photographer who likes to work with bigger groups. And now mm-hmm. you can create a whole right. separate brand dedicated to that. My suggestion right now would be to really just hone, hone on the one thing that you're already doing really mm-hmm. well at that's generating the most revenue, build on that. And if you're happy with that, great. If you want to add to it, then you can always build that second brand and do, do the additional thing. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Does that make sense? Cool. Yep. I, again, your work is beautiful and I have to give you props. And for everybody who's listening in, we'll, we'll jump back to Sunshine's website here really quick. Make sure to follow Sunshine. It's just naturalsunshinephotography.com. And then on Instagram, natural sunshine photos. Again, just beautifully vibrant images. Uh, it's really, really lovely. And I, you know, at the end of the day, sunshine, I got to say too, like there's the trends are fun and cool. And certainly I play into them at times mm-hmm. as well. But when, when somebody's able to look at their image and it looks good now and it looks good in 10 years and they're not looking at that and being like, why in the world did I just <laughs> add selective color or, mm-hmm. or, you know, this weird effect or what was the photographer thinking? A lot of these film presets over the last few years are doing the weirdest things to skin tones. And I don't understand how photographers are looking at that yeah. and they're okay with that. It's, it's kind of mind boggling. I love that you're, you're keeping it straightforward. It's just really warm and inviting imagery. And uh, I encourage you to stick with that. Again, having been in the industry long enough now, I know what comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Stick with it and focus on the experience. Because if you can turn it around 48 hours and really build on that family business that you've got um, going there, I think you're going to be golden. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, I appreciate you joining me here. Wow, look at this, Sunshine. We nailed it. Almost an hour exactly <laughs> on the mark. Uh, thanks everybody for joining in this evening, hanging out with us on a Tuesday evening. As I said, make sure that you follow sunshine, natural sunshine, photography.com, shoot her a DM, encourage her, tell her to go for it. Own that family photography okay. space there in the smoky mountains in Gatlinburg area and sunshine. Thanks so much for letting us share the conversation with everybody as well. This has been fun. Thank you.